This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. ER Vet is brought to you by Carnivora. Get healthy and stay healthy with nature's nutritional powerhouse. ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about kidney stones and bladder stones. So if you like to eat grapefruit, spinach, and you've been diagnosed with stones yourself, you definitely want to pay attention. And this is for both dog and cat owners. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used Carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are Carnivore clients sharing their pet's testimonial. Our little dog developed this lymph problem. We took him in for surgery last year. We noticed a lump on his chest that was a lymph node that was swelled up. So the doctor checked it out and had it analyzed and everything. And uh, but the chemotherapy lasted for six months. He started developing more uh, lymph nodes that were swelled up. So I thought I'd just try carnivore. We started that and uh, he really responded. The lymph nodes started to go down, swelling did. Then I took him into the vet to have him checked out and there was no sign of any disease at all inside in the internal organs at all. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735. Or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about cystic calculi, ureteroliths, uroliths, or urethral calculi. Yep. Sounds like a mouthful. No, I don't expect you to write down those words or understand those words, but I'll tell you my little shortcut rule. Anytime you see the word uro, U-R-O, that's going to refer to the urinary system. And anytime you see the word lith, L-I-T-H, that means stone or calculus. So if you're looking through your pet's medical record and you see those words, you got to pay attention. Now, The development of any type of stone in the kidneys or bladder or the tubing of the urinary tract can be dangerous. And the main reason why I become concerned about this is because it can actually block some of the tubing in your dog or cat's body. When it comes to your dog or cat's urinary health, it is so important that we monitor our pets appropriately for this. In a previous episode of Pet Life Radio ER Vet, we talked about what to do if your cat's not urinating. Do you need to get to the vet? Yes, you do, and here's why. Now, you know cats, they're fastidiously clean. They don't want a dirty litter box, and the dirtier the box, the less it's scooped, the less frequently your cat or cats are gonna visit the litter box. You'd be surprised how many medical problems I see as an emergency critical care veterinary specialist that are related to what I call kitty litter 
litter husbandry. No, that does not mean that your husband cleaned the litter boxes. The biggest thing to keep in mind when it comes to kitty litter husbandry or the rules of kitty litter box care is number one, N plus one. If you have one cat, you need two litter boxes. If you have two cats, you need three litter boxes. So number of cats plus one. The next important rule when it comes to kitty litter boxes is making sure to use clumping kitty litter. Cats prefer clay clumping, something that is easy to scoop out. The third rule is making sure you scoop every single day. Yep, just because you added an extra litter box doesn't mean you get to clean less frequently. Now, I see a lot of mistakes when people scoop. You do not dump out the whole box. That's super wasteful, okay? When in doubt, you want to get one of these litter box scoopers and scoop out the urine clumps, scoop out the feces once a day, and dump it into a bag. What I like to do is I like to have a covered plastic bucket that I line with a plastic bag, and I simply just scoop the waste directly into that covered basket, and it traps all the smells and odors in there. Then after whatever, five to six days, I'll dump that bag. But I want you to scoop every single day. This is different than clay litter from like the 60s and 70s. If you go to a pet store, you'll notice that one kitty litter is way more expensive than the other. The clay litter, which is usually on the bottom shelf because it's super heavy and it's super cheap, that does not clump. You don't want that stuff, okay? When it comes to your cats, you get what you pay for when it comes to kitty litter. So keep in mind, I am not a fan of clay litter by itself. It does not clump. You want bentonite clay that actually clumps because that's what cats prefer and that makes it easier to keep the litter box clean by just scooping it every day. All right, the next rule when it comes to litter boxes is when it comes to litter boxes, you want variety. The general rule with cats is you want a litter box as big as the tip of your cat's nose all the way to the length of the tail when it's extended. So that's pretty big. That's at least two feet long. If you really want to know the ideal litter box that cats love, it's those plastic storage containers that fit below your bed. You can simply buy one of those, fill it with litter, don't use a lid, don't put it under your bed, obviously, but that's a perfect size for a cat to use. So those are my general four cardinal rules when it comes to kitty litter husbandry. Again, cats litter boxes have to be hygienic. They have to be clean because we see secondary medical problems when they're not clean. Now, what ends up happening is if your cat or your dog were ever diagnosed with crystals in their urine, these crystals can become more concentrated and they can form this gelatinous crystal blob that gets stuck in the bladder. Now, it becomes almost like this snow globe. I've seen some pets that have so much crystal or so much debris in their bladder that when I ultrasound them, it truly looks just like a snow globe. When we see all those crystals, when they get really concentrated, they can congeal into a stone and that can actually result in blockage. Now I'm going to review a little bit of anatomy real quick. Your cat and your dog and you have two kidneys that lie on the side of the belly button. They're deep inside. They're really well protected. Well, from the kidneys to the bladder, there's two tubes that are microscopically small. You can imagine for a cat, they're about the size of dental floss. So really, really small tubes. These tubes are called the ureters and the ureters connect from the kidneys to the bladder. Now they enter into the bladder and that's how urine is formed. That's how urine goes from the kidney into the bladder. 
Next, your bladder is going to empty to the external genitalia. So that's what we call a urethra. The urethra is a little bit wider. And so that's where pee is going to come out to the exterior. Keep in mind if dogs and cats have crystals, grit, mucus plugs, those can congeal together, form a stone, and that stone can get stuck either at the tip of the external genitalia or can sometimes get stuck in that microscopic tiny tube that's connecting the kidney to the bladder. So those are the differences in those fancy words, cystic calculi versus uroliths versus urethral calculi, just fancy words saying where the stone is actually forming. If it's forming in the bladder, it's called the cystic calculi. If it's forming in the dental floss tiny tube from the kidneys to the bladder, that's called the urethral lift. If it's stuck in the urethra, the, almost the external genitalia, that's called the urethral calculi. Now, I know this all sounds a, like a lot. The most important thing that you have to be aware of is if you notice any problem with your dog or cat urinating, you have to get to a vet. So what signs should you be looking out for that could represent kidney stones or bladder stones? Well, lethargy, hiding, vomiting, not wanting to eat, having blood in the urine, excessively grooming of the perineal region, making multiple trips to urinate in the litter box or outside, squatting in unusual places. Like if your cat is squatting in front of you on a plastic bag, trying to pee, something is wrong. Pain when you pick up your pet around the belly. Uh, distended abdomen, or sometimes even signs of shock. Now, I will confess, I have a fenced-in backyard. And if you have a fenced-in backyard and you're letting your dog outside to urinate and defecate, you can't actually monitor your pet's urination and defecation really well. I remember I used to have pet owners where I would say, has your dog had any diarrhea? They're like, oh, I have no idea. I'm like, why don't you know? They're like, oh, I just let him out in the backyard. Well, regardless, you do want to make sure to keep a close eye on it. Now, it's more obvious for me because I'm based out of Minnesota where we're a frozen tundra. So I can see yellow staining of the snow when my dog is urinating or defecating outside. But the important thing is if you ever notice any of these signs, you want to get to a vet because they can be signs that there's a stone stuck somewhere in your pet's urinary system. We'll continue with this really important topic after these messages from our sponsors. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used Carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are Carnivore clients sharing their pet's testimonial. My cat had issues that developed in his eye, and six months later, they had to go ahead and scrape the eye. And three months later, the same ulcer came back on in the same eye. So my veterinarian said, you know what, let's go ahead and remove the eye. So that night, I heard the carnivore advertising. So I said, you know what, I'm going to order this product. That way, at least I tried. They did the procedure. They did all the tests. To their surprise, they said, I don't know what you did, but I'll see you in two months. I, I kid you not. This product saved his eye. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735. Or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We've 
been talking about cystic calculi, ureteral lifts, ural lifts, or urethral calculi. Scary sounding words, but basically stones somewhere in the plumbing of your dog or cat's urinary system. Now, depending on where the stones are, is going to affect the treatment and potentially the signs. Now, kidneys are way high up in the body. So typically, when they're really high up in the urinary system, I'm not going to see a lot of medical problems from them in terms of clinical signs. I'm going to see more clinical signs in your dog or cat, like squatting to urinate or blood in the urine, the closer the urine is to the exit. So typically the urethra, where the tube is connecting to the external organs. We already talked about what signs we want to look for that may mean that your dog or cat has stones. Well, again, just keep in mind, stones can develop anywhere. They can develop in the kidneys. And if you've ever had a family member that's had kidney stones, it is extremely painful. I always joke that when men complain about having kidney stones, it's really just a way of being empathetic to what a pregnant woman goes through when they're having a baby. That's how painful it is. So kidney stones are super, super painful. They're probably uncomfortable for dogs and cats. But a lot of times we as veterinarians don't even know if your dog or cat has stones unless we do an x-ray or an ultrasound. And again, that's because the kidneys are higher up in the plumbing in the urinary system. So we don't usually see as many problems from that. The bigger problem is when the small stones get stuck somewhere in the tubing. Now, this could be either the ureterolith or the urethra. So depending on where these kidney stones are, please be aware small parts of the stones can break off and then they can get stuck in the ureter. Remember, those are the tubes that connect the kidney to the bladder. These smaller stones, again, what we call ureteroliths, can be life-threatening. I personally hate having to deal with ureteroliths because the clinical signs aren't as obvious to you because, again, it's higher up in the tubing. The biggest sign that we see with ureteroliths or ureter stones is actually kidney failure. So signs of not eating, vomiting, having bad breath, those are classic signs. Again, because these stones are higher up in the plumbing, we don't see any obvious signs. Like there's no excessive licking or excessive trips to the litter box. That's why you have to be pretty aware of what's going on with your dog and cat. The next location where we can see a problem is bladder stones. This is super common in Bichon Frises and miniature schnauzers. So if you have those two breeds of dogs, you really want to pay attention. When we see stones in the bladder, they're called cystic calculi. And I will tell you, I've seen stones as numerous as gritty sand to huge, huge blocks that almost look like landscaping rocks. The poor pets have this in their bladder. You can only imagine those stones are scraping the inside of the bladder, and that results in a lot of inflammation, secondary pain, and that can actually result in a urinary tract infection. With all that inflammation, we're going to see white and red blood cells coming out. So any sign of blood in the urine, we do worry about bladder stones. The last area, which is lower in the plumbing, is what I call a urethral stone. This is when the kidney stone travels from the kidney, goes down the ureter, down that skinny dental floss-like tube, into the bladder to only pass and get stuck in the last part of the plumbing, the urethra. Again, the urethra is the last part. It's the tube that goes from the bladder to the exterior of the body. This is the most common condition I see in male cats. In fact, that's what we call a feline urethral obstruction. And again, I really recommend that you check out that previous episode on ER vet called, My Cat's Not Urinating. Do I Need to Get to the Vet? 
And in case you don't listen to the podcast, I'm going to tell you, yes, you need to get to the vet. With a urethral stone, that can be also life-threatening because now your pet can't urinate. And if your pet can't urinate in more than 24 hours, that can actually not only be super painful, but it can actually result in a bladder rupture or even secondary kidney failure. Most importantly, how are we going to treat this? If your dog or cat was diagnosed with any type of stone within their plumbing of the urinary system, please check with your veterinarian. There are certain diets that can worsen stones or crystals. Likewise, there are certain prescription diets that can help dissolve some of these stones. Keep in mind that not all stones are dissolvable, but a prescription one may help. So you definitely want to talk to your veterinarian. I won't go into too much detail, but there are certain types of stones like calcium oxalate stones, which are rock hard stones, to struvite stones. And depending on what type of stone it is, we're going to want to make the decision on what type of prescription diet we put your dog or cat on. The most important thing is water, hydration, 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 and keeping that kitty litter box clean. I always like to have multiple sources of clean water for my pets. In other words, I use some type of filter to provide them filtered water. If you have really hard water or you have well water, you definitely want to consider using either reverse osmosis water or some type of filtered water just to make sure it's not contributing to the mineralization within your pet's plumbing. Most importantly, if your dog or cat was just diagnosed with crystals or stones, please check with your veterinarian because again, sometimes we can dissolve these if it's not an emergency. But some dogs and cats may actually need surgery, especially if they have a life-threatening obstruction. Most importantly, know that your pet's plumbing is really important. It's not a topic we talk about a lot, but urinary care is really important. And that's why I'm such a proponent of making sure that you're monitoring your pet and that you have the right type of kitty litter husbandry. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at Dr. Justine Lee on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. And if you enjoy our podcast, we'd love a five-star review for ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer at Pet Life Radio, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.